Hello and welcome to the 43rd episode of the Honesty Pod with me, Beth Quatenton. Here you will find nothing but honesty, whether you like it or not, and things that you need to hear. So let's talk about protein. Um, protein shakes, do you really need them? All kind of questions in relation to protein, because I've had quite a few questions uh, on this particular topic over the last couple of weeks. So I was like, you know, what let's do an episode so that everyone else that probably has the same kind of questions will know the answers and will you know know a little bit more about it you know because I think probably one of the main topics like when people get into fitness and kind of want to want to work on their health is you know wondering where do I get protein from how much should I have am I having too much you know is it good to have protein shakes are they unhealthy um there's there's so 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 many questions so I'm gonna give you the answers I'm gonna give you no bullshit answers as I usually do um so let's 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 dive in so as I said there are a lot of myths floating around about protein shakes um when and and you know predominantly when the best time to take them is for example um one that I always get asked is do I need to have a protein shake 30 minutes after a workout for it to be most effective and the simple answer to this is no you do not uh need to have a protein shake you know, a certain amount of time after a workout for it to be effective. That is not the case at all. However, the there's a little bit more to this answer than it just being a simple no. You know, we want to make sure that you're getting enough protein in throughout the day. Okay. So, you know, you're having some protein for, for breakfast alongside, you know, some carbs and some fat sources same with lunch, same with dinner. Um, and then, you know, maybe having a protein snack or two as well. So you're kind of spreading it out throughout the day. And if we do this consistently, spread out your protein intake throughout the day, this is going to mean that you're going to get a good amount of protein in each day and consistently. And this is what you need to grow and repair your muscles, especially if you're working out and if you're working out with intensity as well. And um, super, super important that you're getting uh, enough protein into your diet. Okay. Um, so as I said, you know, protein is the building blocks of the muscles. And we need protein to fuel our muscles in order to grow and adapt to whatever stimulus that you're putting your muscles under. So, you know, definitely if you are someone that is doing weight training and resistance training, you definitely want to make sure that you're really prioritizing how much protein you're getting, uh, getting in. Um, but if you're someone that kind of likes HIIT training, cardio type training, maybe running, maybe cycling, maybe swimming, these are also activities where we need to make sure we're getting enough protein in as well, because you're still using your muscles, um, maybe with not as much resistance, but you're still using your muscles and you're still going to need some fuel to grow and repair them and adapt to them so that they can become stronger, more efficient. Okay. Um, and if we do not have enough protein in our diets, then we're going to find that we're going to take a lot longer to recover from exercise. And not only this, but it means that we're more prone to injury because our muscles aren't recovering quite as much. You know, we might be still training when we're super, super sore. Um, and yeah, you know, we, we, we just want to make sure that, you know, we're covering all bases. Okay. We want to make sure that we're looking after our health as much as possible. Um, and 
you know, it's not a necessity to have protein within a certain period of time after a workout. As long as you're getting a good amount of protein in throughout the day, as I said earlier, you're literally all good. So I'd recommend having around between 25 grams to 30 grams of protein per meal, ideally. And then like a couple of other snacks that have got, so, you know, maybe like 10 to 15 grams of protein in. Um, And then this kind of leads me on to the next question where we kind of look at how much protein you want to take in a little bit more accurately, um, which is how much protein should I be consuming each day? So this is naturally going to depend on firstly, what your goals are. Secondly, how active you are. And thirdly, where you're at in terms of body weight. Okay, so the guideline is around 0.7 to one gram per pound of body fat. So, for example, if you weigh 150 pounds, you want to be you sorry, you want to be aiming for between uh, around like 105 to 150 grams of protein per day. So if you're someone that's training quite intensely um in the gym with a uh, kind of weight training, resistance training. So you're using, you know, uh, resistance against your muscles. You want to be on the higher end of that. So maybe you'd go for one gram of protein uh, per pound of body weight. Okay. However, if you are, for example, running or if you're just doing things with less resistance, um, so HIIT training, uh, cycling, all of that kind of stuff, um, or if you're just kind of exercising uh, in a more leisurely way, if that makes sense, then you, you know, you're fine with sticking at the lower end of that spectrum. So, you know, going for around, you know, 0.7 grams of protein per pound of body weight. Okay. So that's roughly what you want to be doing. So you want to, you want to times uh, either 0.7 or 0.8 or 0.9 or one gram, um, of protein by however much you weigh in pounds okay so work that out convert that first and then times it and then you've got like a rough protein guideline okay um so another question that I get asked a lot is what happens if I have too much protein you know is the world gonna end is something bad gonna happen to me the answer is gonna be no um you know if you're having quite a lot of protein and your your diet is quite protein heavy you might find that you get um kind of a lot more stomach pains because your your gut is basically working harder to kind of digest all of the protein that you're trying to take in um if you're eating too much protein it might be a case of you are you know putting yourself in a calorie surplus which basically means that you are taking in more calories than you're burning so this is going to lead to weight gain okay So you just want to be careful, especially if one of your goals is to lose weight, for example, or to maintain your weight. Um, You just want to be careful on the amount of calories that you're taking in um, on a whole. You know, this doesn't just count for just specifically protein. It counts for everything else that you eat as well. Um, But yeah, on the whole, like you're not going to die if you have too much protein. Um, But yeah, you want to make sure you're having a sensible amount. You know, you you don't want to be having, you know, a steak for every single meal. You get me? You know, it's 
it's not necessary uh very expensive and yeah you can have a little bit of gut issues if you are having a little bit too much okay so just bear that in mind um but yeah you know if you're going for roughly around 0.7 grams of protein per pound of body weight then you should be good you should be all good okay um okay another question um that i get a lot is does it matter where i get my protein from so you know does it matter if i get it predominantly from protein shakes does it matter if i get it predominantly from animal sources does it matter if i get it predominantly from uh i don't know eggs milk cheese all of that kind of stuff the answer to this is i would always recommend a variety you know because you're covering all basis so what i do with protein shakes as i i use them just as like a, a a cheap way to you know get in maybe 25 to 30 grams of protein okay and it's just a good way to kind of get a little bit extra protein in if for example i'm down a little bit so i won't have one necessarily every day um but on the days where i just need a little bit of a top up that's what i'll use a protein shake for um but i will try and predominantly get my protein from like food um i think this is always going to be a more nutritionally complete way to get your protein in so I'd firstly prioritize getting your protein in from actual food. And then, you know, if there's a bit of a gap, you know, where you're struggling to get in the last 30 grams, for example, then just have a protein shake. You know, they're not the end of the world. Sometimes I'll like double scoop on my protein shake if I'm just, you know, having a day where uh, my protein sources haven't been as good, for example, or, or not as high protein. Um, but yeah, I would always, always, always recommend getting your protein predominantly from food. And then secondly, you can have things such as protein bras, protein bras, protein bars, uh, protein shakes, you know, those kinds of, you know, like protein supplements. Okay. Uh, next, are protein shakes unhealthy? So on the whole, no. However, if you are having like maybe, you know, upwards of five every single day, then you'll probably find that, yeah, they, they do become, you know, a little bit unhealthy because, you know, there's going to be an element of sugar in them. Um, and, you know, just getting your protein from one source, uh, it may potentially play on your gut health a little bit. So this is why I always say, get the majority of your protein from actual food sources. Um, you know, uh, that are as wholesome as possible, you know, that are coming from, if, if you do eat meat, um, you know, coming from animals, coming from, um, you know, eggs, milk. Uh, if you're not um, a meat eater, then stuff like seitan, tofu, uh, all of that kind of stuff. And then, you know, with the with the amount that you can't get in or if you've got a little bit of protein left over, have a little protein shake. They are really not the end of the world, okay? Um, and they're usually a really good way, especially if you're on lower calories um, because you're trying to lose weight or you're, you're cutting for something in particular. Uh, just adding in a protein shake can sometimes be really helpful because uh, nowadays protein shakes are, well, most of them are, obviously you have to check them. Um, uh, they're usually pretty low calorie um, and they've got a high amount of protein in them as well. So it's just a, a good way to get some more protein in um, without all of the extra calories if, you know, you're 
having to lower your calories for something in particular. Okay. Um, next up, how do I get my protein in as a vegan and veggie? So, uh, people think that this seems to be absolutely impossible. It's really, really not. Um, it's actually quite easy once you kind of get to grips with the foods that you like and the foods that do have a good amount of protein in. So I myself am veggie. Um, I have been vegan for three years as well. Um, but I've slipped back into the veggie, uh, side of life, uh, since living in Barcelona, uh, cause it's a little bit hard to be vegan here um although not impossible I just I just didn't want to try that hard evidently um anyway uh so I have been on both I've been on all sides of the coin I grew up eating meat and then decided that I didn't want to eat meat anymore from like the age of 12 maybe 12 13 I think it was 12 I don't know I can't remember um but yeah so I have been all three of these things but I'm currently veggie so how I get my protein in Today is I will go for seitan products. So I really, really, really enjoy seitan products. They they usually all taste very good. Um, and you can season them different ways. You can, I assume you can cook them different ways. But to be honest, I'm a very lazy cook and we'll just like fry them in a pan um, until they're like crispy. Um, you can also get your protein in through eggs if you're veggie. Um, cheese is a good one as well. Although just be careful how much you're having because obviously it's got high, quite a high fat content, um, even though we do want to be getting a good amount of fat in each day. Um, but yeah, just be careful with the old cheese. Um, also other ways in which to get protein in are you know just like veggie uh like fake meat products but not fake meat products that are made predominantly from vegetables okay because those products are usually quite uh low in protein um low to zero protein honestly so go for things like corn potentially um like fake chicken fake duck fake beef you know these kinds of things usually are quite high protein because they're like soy based usually so any kind of soy based meats uh soya milk's really good for protein um and uh oh what else can I, what else have we got obviously i'll have like a protein shake um when my protein's a little bit low and i need to top it up a little bit bagels have like six grams of protein in they're really really good baked beans they've got like 20 grams of protein in per tin um so yeah just like when you know lots of things that have a good amount of protein in it just becomes so much easier to to get it in but you do need to do a little bit of research to start off with and then if you are a vegan um then yeah you want to make sure that each of your meals has you know some kind of protein a high protein source in it okay so as i was saying earlier seitan tofu um soy based uh fake meat type products um chickpeas beans lentils although you do have to have quite a lot of them to get like a fairly decent amount of protein in so just bear that in mind with those um and uh obviously protein shakes protein bars that are vegan as well are usually quite good um vegan yogurts too oh for for the veggies out there greek yogurt is really really good for getting a good amount of protein in for not that many calories as well and you can top it with things like fruit chocolates uh other things that i cannot think of right now um but you know it it is fairly easy to get protein in when you don't eat meats um 
the only thing I would say potentially is if you are someone that is kind of into uh, growing muscle and, you know, getting stronger, it might potentially be a good idea for you to take um, uh, vitamin B12 because this is something that's in a lot of animal proteins um, that you can't usually get enough of in like fake animal proteins okay um so i'd recommend taking a vitamin b12 supplement each day just to make sure you're getting enough because when we are vitamin b12 deficient you can feel super tired you can feel super like brain foggy um and it's just not it's just not fun um so yeah if you are vegan and veggie and you don't take a vitamin b12 supplement please do make sure that you are taking it okay um so i think i've answered the majority of the questions that um i have been asked over the last kind of couple yeah a couple of weeks or so um in in regards to uh protein let me just I put up a little poll on Instagram. Let me check that. No, I've answered all of those. Fantastic. So yeah, that is your kind of protein handbook, really. Just make sure you're getting a good amount in each day. Um, make sure that you're, you know, getting your protein in predominantly from food products. And have a good time really and watch the muscles grow watch your strength grow watch your stamina grow watch your body recover well um so yeah i hope that this was helpful um and if you do have any other questions in regards to protein um do just drop me a message on instagram at beth q fitness and i will answer you um or any other questions in general on like health and fitness I'm uh, I'm always here for a little chat, okay? So thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and follow me on Instagram at BethQFitness. And if you're interested in finding out more about the Body Confidence Coaching Program or have any questions at all, please drop me a message on Instagram at BethQFitness and I will see you in the next one.